the it boy in hip-hop, and good grief does he know it. She grinned. Anton wants to meet you right away, but you can't wear that. Her gaze moved down to the plain green sundress I wore. It highlighted my eyes and made my hair look phenomenal. Plus, it was comfortable to travel in. Why not? I tugged at the hem of the dress, suddenly feeling self-conscious. Anton is expecting a bombshell model with curves that don't quit. Once more, her eyes ran over my outfit. You've got the curves going for you, but that dress is too Sandra Bullock, girl next door. You'll need to wear one of the outfits I bought for you. At the house, you've got a closet full of clothes waiting. Wear them. He'll expect you to look like eye candy at all times. Scowling, I focused my attention outside as the Porsche cruised Ocean Drive. The Art Deco buildings overlooking the Atlantic slid by over an enormous stretch of land. So there's water on both sides, I noticed when we had passed over one of the main bridges. Heather made a hand gesture. Biscayne Bay Lagoon and the Atlantic sit on both sides of the strip. As you can see, she pointed up and over to sets of tall buildings. Most of these are hotels, like the Colony Hotel and other iconic landmarks. Then you have the folks, her eyebrows waggled, that can afford to live here, like Anton. Scanning each building as the Porsche jetted down the road, the wind blowing through the windows, ruffling my hair, I noted myriad rich colors in palettes I didn't often see. In Vegas, everything seemed brown or terracotta colored. In L.A., you had everything from brilliant white to a variety of muted tones that fit with the California vibe. Here, though, colors seemed to burst out in pale, sunny oranges, blues, and pinks mixed with white. See all these places? She pointed out the businesses, such as the Colony Hotel and Boulevard Hotel, with a whisk of her hand into the flowing wind. I nodded and stretched over her form to see better. They all light up in neon colors at night, kind of like in Vegas. Vegas. I was sure my eyes widened as the steady thud picked up in my chest. A pang of need suddenly coiled around my heart. I needed to call Maddie and Janelle. Man, Jin would be so pissed when I told her what happened in Washington, D.C. Maybe I could get away with never bringing it up. That idea certainly had some serious merit. That's so cool. I'm originally from Vegas, so it will be nice to see the buildings lit up. I sat back in my seat and enjoyed the breeze, allowing the tension I'd picked up from D.C. and Boston when I had to leave Rachel and Mason behind to dissipate. Fumbling, I pulled out my phone and turned it on. Several pings rang out. I scanned them, a message from Rachel telling me to text when I'd arrived, a message from Ty asking if the new client was a gentleman or if he needed to get on a plane again, and a text from Janelle. Oh, snap. This was not good. My stomach felt like a pit the size of the Grand Canyon, a never-ending cavern of dread filling the wide-open space. To Mia Saunders from Skankalotopus. You were attacked? In the hospital? Why the fuck did I have to hear about it in a text from Ty's brother? If you aren't already dead, I'm so going to kill you. Sucking in a breath between my teeth, I typed out a reply. To Skankalotopus from Mia Saunders. 
Just a little mishap. No big deal. Totally fine. Don't worry about me. I'll call you later when I get settled with the Latin lover. To Mia Saunders from Skankalotopus. Latin lover? No shit. He's like the biggest thing in hip-hop and habanero hot. To Skankalotopus from Mia Saunders. I heard he's douchey. To Mia Saunders from Skankalotopus. That man can douche me anytime, preferably with his tongue. To Skankalotopus from Mia Saunders. You're twisted. To Mia Saunders from Skankalotopus. I'd like to be the rice and beans on the side of his entree, the churro to end his meal, the flaming flan he blows on and licks clean. To Skankalotopus from Mia Saunders. Stop, crazy whore. Jeez, you make me look like a fucking saint.